we're going to talk about some mindset things that I'm learning and um, some tips that I want to give you guys, just some like words of encouragement, more so than tips, more so than like practical advice. I, I want to give you uh, words of encouragement in terms of what we are capable of, what we're capable of achieving and what we're capable of doing during this challenge and as we're following these programs and as we're pursuing our weight loss and all those things, we are so much more capable. We're so much more capable than we think and than we know. And a lot of times, a lot of the things that are holding us back from being able to execute uh, is our mindset, is our minds. And sometimes a lot of those uh, things holding us back from execution are all up here. So I want to talk about that today and I'm a little bit biased, a little, uh, or, or not biased, but I'm kind of obsessed about this topic right now because I'm reading this really powerful book, um, on it's called think, learn, succeed. I believe in it's by, uh, Dr. Caroline leaf and in the book, Dr. Caroline leaf is a neuroscientist and she has been studying the brain for the past 20 or 30 years. And all of her studies have concluded that we can pretty much, if we change our thoughts and our mindsets about, uh, any particular thing, like uh, essentially our thoughts can, can control everything. Like our brains have not just our, not specifically our brains, but it's our thoughts. It's our minds that have so much more power than we, than we think that we do. And it's typically our thoughts about certain things that end up creating, that end up manifesting physically what it, what our, what, you know, what's up here. And a, a lot of the science uh, that she's explaining, a lot of the studies that she's done, a lot of the research that she's done has shown that if you can change your mindset, if you can change the way you think, not even your brain, if you can just change the way you think about something, then you can actually change the whole entire outcome of, of that thing. So what was really powerful to me uh, in, in what I'm learning about the power of your thoughts and about the power of the mind and, and which news to me is that the mind and the brain are not the same thing. So I talk a lot about the fact that if you just go, like if you just do, if you just pursue this lifestyle, then your brain chemistry will change. And, and it's true. There are neurological connections, new ones that will form. There is something that, you know, some of you may be familiar with called neuroplasticity. And that's the idea that the brain can grow and shrink and evolve and change and different areas of the brain can continue to develop if we put in the work. But the most amazing thing that I, that I'm learning and that I'm understanding is that the brain the, your, your brain and the neurons that fire and, and those types of things, those don't control your behavior. They can have an influence on your thoughts, but it's actually your thoughts, which are not, which are only connected to the brain, like in this way, but your brain does not control your thoughts. You control your thoughts. And that blew me away that if we control our thoughts, our thoughts can influence and change the chemistry of our brains. And so if we think that we are incapable of doing something, then our brains will react to that thought and make it physically impossible for us to do it. 
I'm kind of a nerd about this. Um, you know, ever since discovering Dr. Jade four years ago and reading all about uh, reading all about the biochemistry behind weight loss, I was I, I became very, very I become a lot more interested in how our biochemistry and how our bodies and our brains impact our behavior with food and exercise. And so I'm a little bit of a nerd. I'm kind of, you know, I geek out. I geek out about this stuff. But what I'm learning and I'm learning this not because of what I'm reading. What I'm doing is I'm taking what I'm reading and I'm applying it to myself. So for example, today I was actually, I woke up this morning and I laid out my entire schedule for the day. And usually uh, when it's a workout day for me, I like to get my, more, my workout done in the morning right after I drop off my kids, uh, just about 20 minutes after I drop off my kids because I know for sure that my motivation is highest in the morning time, in the morning. But because of my schedule, because of the things that I had going on this morning, I knew that I had to push my uh, I had to push my workout to the middle of the day, to the afternoon. Now, I immediately I immediately felt afraid and I immediately felt fear because in previous experience, anytime I pushed my workout time from the morning to any later in the afternoon or you know later toward lunchtime or later in the day especially like later toward the evening there was a i would say probably a 75 percent chance that i wasn't going to do it there was a 75 percent chance that i was going to be too wrapped up in what i was involved in to like go push play and so when i created my schedule for the day and i knew that i wouldn't be able to work out until after the morning in the afternoon i immediately felt fear i felt that fear and i started doubting whether or not I would be able to, uh, to do my workout at the time that I scheduled. Because in prior experience, in previous experience, there was always a 75%, there was only a 25% chance that I would actually get up and do it. So what I had to do was I had to remind myself of my own words, which those words are our decisions to press play, our decisions to get in our movement, our decisions to stay on plan, those decisions do not require our motivation. Those decisions do not require willpower. Those decisions don't require us to feel like doing anything. We don't have to feel like it to do it. And I think, you know, for me, I'm such a passionate and emotional person. My personality is if I'm not feeling it, like if I don't feel invested into what I'm doing, I feel like a phony, I feel like a fake. And that points to the description of this video, which is sometimes it's all in your head. The idea that I can't do something unless I'm feeling it, unless I'm invested emotionally into it, that is a block that I created for myself. I created that. I placed myself in that box. I put myself in that space. I prevent, I prevent myself from moving forward on something because I have determined that I won't do anything that I don't feel invested in doing, that I don't feel like doing. So it was my prior experience of pushing my workout later on in the day that immediately caused me to feel fear and lack of confidence that I was actually going to do my workout. So I reminded myself, it doesn't matter when my alarm goes off, it's not going to matter at all how I feel. I'm just going to get up. I'm going to put on my workout clothes and I'm going to push play. And that's what I did.
And guess what? After the workout, after I finished the workout, after I did my stretching, took a shower, grabbed some lunch, my mind was more focused and more zeroed in than it was even while, even before I started my workout, while I was in the middle of uh, my creative juices flowing. So there's something that I just said that I want to connect to the fact that sometimes these things are all in your head. I said that due to previous experience, when I found myself in these situations, my previous experience stated that the chances of me not fulfilling my commitment and not doing what I said I was going to do, the chances were a lot higher. And so I allowed my previous experience, I allowed the feelings of my previous prior experiences and prior chances, I almost allowed that to impact my decision making for today. Now, there is a mindset component to this that's important, but there's also a biochemical, there's a biochemical component to this that's even more important. When we go through and we have our experiences, when we do something, and especially if we do something repeatedly over and over and over again. So for example, if we start a diet and every single time, repeatedly, um, time after time after time again, we fail. We jump, we fall off the horse, we binge, we, uh, we fall off the wagon. If we, every time we do something and we experience something and then we experience that thing multiple times, that those multiple experiences form memories in our brain that the next time we find ourselves in that specific situation or in a situation similar, the very first thing our brains do is our brains bring up the memory of, of our previous experience, bring up that memory to our consciousness. And now all of a sudden, we're standing here prepared to uh, do an activity or do I feel like I'm shouting. Am I shouting guys? I'm sorry. I'm like really passionate about this. I'm going to lower my voice. So, <laughs> so what happens is we stand in front of this thing that we're about to do and our brains bring up the memories of our previous attempts at this and remind us of the outcomes of our previous attempts. And then right then and there, we come to what Dr. Caroline Leaf calls superposition. And that superposition, it, it means that you're standing directly in front of the thing that you want to do that you're about to do. And you're also staring at the memory of the past. So you are in superposition. And now you have to make a choice. You have to make a choice to go with, you have to make a choice that uh, to be influenced by the memory of the past or to keep moving forward in what you said you were going to do. Now, depending on how much pain is associated with that memory in the past, eight times out of 10, you are going to choose to avoid this thing in front of your face because the memory of the pain, you're, you're trying, that's what you're trying to avoid. The memory of the pain is too great. And so you forego pursuing this thing in front of your face because you try, you're trying to avoid what you experienced previously time and time again. What you don't know is that when you make that decision 
when you make the decision, oh my gosh, guys, this is, I have to like slow down and say this. This is like so important that I'm getting chills. When you make the decision to uh, not move forward with what you were going to do because of the, the pain that's involved in the memory of the past, you make the pain of this memory grow. You make it much bigger than it actually was at the time that you experienced it. And every single time you come to this superposition and you decide not to move forward, every single time thereafter, you give more and more and more power to the pain attached to this memory. I'm like, I'm like going to cry. <laughs> I'm going to cry right now. Because what this does is the longer we live, the more life that we live and the more time that we uh, just spend, like the more and more that we just go about our days, the farther and the farther and the farther we get away from being able to go back and fix this and create a different memory and make a different choice. So at some point, we have to decide, am I going to continue to feed the beast of my past or am I going to create something new? Am I going to create a new standard? Am I going to create a new memory? Am I going to create a new state of being that will have a positive impact on my goals and on my future than this, this painful, this old memory does? Now here's the next part of this that is just as powerful as the first part. The next part of this is that every time you decide to ignore your previous, your prior experience and ignore the pain of your previous experience, and then you make the decision, you're in superposition and you make the decision to do it anyway. You make the decision to die first anyway. You are changing the chemistry of your brain and you are creating opportunities, emotional and mental opportunities for you to be able to succeed, not just in that activity, but in multiple activities in your life. Isn't that wonderful? Like, isn't, isn't it amazing how every single time we get to the you, we get to the place where we had the opportunity to make a good choice you know a choice that uh is involved in this fat loss lifestyle we have the opportunity to get some movement in we have the opportunity to make better choices in our meals we have the opportunity to push play and then we're immediately the the thought the memory of our prior failures come up but we choose to ignore those thoughts and to do it anyway and to move forward anyway. Isn't it amazing that every time we do that, not only are we strengthening, not only are we strengthening the, the neurological systems that will allow us to continue making those choices in the future, but we're also impacting those same neurological systems. We're also impacting our ability to be successful in multiple other areas of our our lives that we might not even know are connected to these choices. Am I the only one that's pumped? I know I sound like a huge nerd right now, but I'm so excited about this because I am excited about it because I'm seeing 
I'm seeing physically, I'm seeing the results of this in my life as we speak. There are so many things of, about my life that have changed ever since I started this lifestyle that have nothing to do with weight loss. They have nothing to do with fat loss. They have nothing to do with diet and exercise and nutrition and any of those things. Nothing. And my, my thinking, my frame of thinking about things that have nothing to do with my fat loss lifestyle have changed. I believe as a direct result of these choices that I'm now making and have been making for the past four years. It's really important for you to understand that everything, every choice that you have made prior to the choice that's standing in front of your face has no power and control over your ability to make a different choice right now, to make a different choice today. You have to believe that. If you can make your decision today and not be influenced by the mistakes of the past, then every time you make a choice, sans whatever you did previously, you are strengthening the neurological systems. You're strengthening, uh, the, you're strengthening the, the mind, the will and the emotions. You're strengthening those parts of your soul that impact your behavior. You're strengthening those things and you're influencing your, uh, the future of your success. When you think to yourself, it's not going to work this time. It's just not because the last 99 times that I've tried it, I have bombed and fell directly on my face every time. What's going to make this 100th time any different? When you think, when you have that thought and then you accept it, you are, you're setting your entire, then you, and that's what influences your brain. That's what influences the chemistry in your brain. And then your, your brain prepares your body to fail. That is the power of your thoughts over your entire, over your behavior, your thoughts set up your brain to prepare you for what it was, for what it is that you actually believe. And so that's why when you feel like, okay, I'm going to do it today. I'm going to push play today, or I'm going to make a different choice in my meal today. Physiologically, you start feeling fear. Physiologically, you start feeling fatigued. Physiologically, you start feeling hungrier and your cravings for things start increasing. It's because you've already determined that you're not gonna make it. I can't get over how crazy it is. If we say 99 times before this, I have failed. Nevertheless, this 100th time, I'm going to succeed. When we say that and those words come out of our mouths, then our neurological systems prepare us for success. It increases our energy. It increases the blood flow. It gets the adrenaline pumping a little bit, a little bit, and it gets us set and ready to go after it and to go succeed. This is the power of our thoughts. Um, and last but not least, I'll say this just very briefly, just really quick. I said, I wasn't going to give you guys any, um, any practical tips to take away, but I am going to give you this really practical tip that I used myself last night when I was like in a funk and I was really just upset and irritated about life and everything that was happening at that moment. What I did was the first step I did was I acknowledged how I was feeling out loud. 
So, I mean, I wasn't speaking out loud because I was in the grocery store and there were a lot of people around. So I spoke to myself in my head, but if, if I was by myself, I would speak out loud. I would say, Lene, what is it that you're feeling right now? Well, I'm feeling like I don't feel like working out. Why don't you feel like working out right now? Because I'm tired. Like I don't have any energy. I'm feeling fatigued and there's a lot of stuff for me to do. Okay. Now what's going to happen if you decide to get over that feeling and, and go work out anyway? Well, I'm probably going to end up feeling better. I'll probably feel more energetic and I'll probably stop feeling uh, as fatigued and I'll probably be more focused on the things that I have to do. Okay, so now you have the choice. Are you going to sit here and continue to delay this and feel fatigued and feel unmotivated? Or are you going to take the benefits of you getting up and pushing play? And are you going to make the choice to do that right now? I'm going to make the choice to do that right now. Instantly, the physical response to that choice, that instantly it starts working. It starts moving. It starts motivating. It starts pumping the adrenaline, starts pumping up the willpower, starts pumping up the motivation. Okay, so that's step one. Acknowledge how you're feeling. Don't suppress it. Don't hide it. Don't lie to yourself. Acknowledge how you're feeling. Second, talk through it either out loud or in your head or write it down or talk through it with someone that you love and then decide what are the benefits of me doing this thing anyway. And then just go do it. Okay, have a great night. I'll talk to you ladies soon.